Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. A lot of other things that we've been monitoring have been the uh, economic implications of this whole virus and what it hath wrought. And uh, there have been a lot of things that have been addressed by the government and some things that perhaps have been overlooked. And uh, to that end, when it comes to the whole idea of taxation, because we're all going to be facing walloping taxes if and when we get out of this. Uh, no one knows that better than Aaron Woodrick, who is with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation as their federal director. He's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Aaron, how are you doing, John? I'm great. Uh, you know, it's going to be a boon tomorrow for some folks. Uh, you've got the MPs. They've got an automatic pay hike coming in. Carbon tax is kicking in as well. I mean, give me some thoughts on uh, whether or not this is appropriate, uh, whatever else everybody else is enduring. Well, when it comes to an MP's pay hike, I think even uh, politicians can see the very, very terrible optics of getting a pay raise at a time when millions of Canadians are being thrown out of work. So, you know, they don't have time to rescind this with legislation. They're not sitting. But we think they should at least donate that pay hike to a charity or a nonprofit, people who could use it right now, because it's a ter- terrible message to send to people, uh, you know, with millions of people suddenly, you know, with no warning, losing their jobs, uh, that politicians are taking a pay, t- pay hike at the same time. I think a couple of Conservative MPs have actually done that already, haven't they? That's right. There have been a few. Andrew Shear actually announced it as well yesterday. So we're encouraging all members of Parliament to uh, to take the same step. I think it's a, a show of good faith, and it's, it's putting your money where your mouth is at a time when a lot of people are wondering how they're going to get through the next month or so. Again, Aaron Woodrick, he's the head of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Let me ask you about the DRAT carbon tax going up by 50% tomorrow. Uh, is this a cruel April Fool's joke on us? Boy, I wish it was, John. And I I can't tell you, right now, everything governments are doing everywhere is about leaving money in people's pockets, getting people money, seeing us through over the next, uh, again, month or so, because we're in a crazy, unprecedented time. And yet, this one tax, they're just stubbornly pushing ahead with. It it makes no sense at all. I think it's it's kicking sand in the eye, especially of places like Alberta and Saskatchewan, where this is getting harder. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I understand, John, that, uh, you know, we're, we're quite open about the fact we'd like to see this tax scrapped altogether. We can have that fight another day, you know, six months down the road. But the least they can do right now is pause it and, and not raise taxes on people, uh, you know, when they can least afford it. You know, Aaron, when the Prime Minister was asked about it at his press conference earlier today, as well as yesterday, actually, uh, his response was a rather glib, uh, we're going ahead because this actually puts money into the pockets. How is that plausible? Well, first of all, it's always been magic math to say you can take a pile of money and turn around and spit it out in a way such that everyone's better off. It just doesn't add up. The other thing is, even if that's true, we need the money now. Every other measure they're, they're bringing out, John, is about uh, you know deferring taxes, filing your taxes late, having to pay what you owe later. They're talking about wage subsidies. They're talking about direct payments. This is all about money fast immediately. It doesn't make sense to tax people, collect it, and then turn around months later to give it back. So 
I think this is totally out of step with what all other governments are doing. Um, it, it's, there's only one reason to do it. It's, they're just being ideological purists at a time when we can't have it. Uh, you know, they've only got a few hours left, but I'm hoping they'll see the light and do the right thing and just hit pause on this, on this tax hike. Yeah, I'm not that confident either. But on another matter where uh, they could have addressed it in this uh, gargantuan project for emergency relief, the Emergency Benefit uh, Act, they maintained payroll taxes. They didn't scratch out payroll taxes. Again, talking about businesses wanting to stay afloat. Why do you imagine that is? Wouldn't it have been a better policy and consistent at least to uh, help businesses by scrapping the payroll taxes? Yeah, well, you would think, and again, I mean, I'm not just saying this because we're a low tax group. One of the big benefits right here of, of lowering and deferring and freezing taxes is, is it's simple and it's efficient. You don't have to apply for it. There's no government bureaucracy struggling to get it out the door. I mean, we've seen what has happened with things like EI, where you've had a million and a half Canadians applying. The system is, is just overloaded. If you cut taxes, uh, I'm not saying that's the only thing you can do here because some people don't have any money, but for people who do, Leaving more money in their pocket achieves the same result in a much simpler, quicker way. The thing is the tax deferrals, all these tax deferrals that have been mentioned, uh, ultimately you still got to pay them at the end of the road. Uh, I think, is it interest-free in most cases, or is it just uh, interest compounds, but you pay it at the end of the rainbow, so to speak? Because Yeah, it's not clear. I think in a lot of cases it will be interest-free. I think that's the fairest thing to do right now. Um, You know, look, and we are going to have to pay some of this. There's no getting around this. We're borrowing a ton of money right now. It's going to be hundreds of billions of dollars to see us through this really unprecedented time. And we're going to have to pay that back eventually. It's also going to be painful, hopefully not as hard as what we're going through now. Uh, But we are living on borrowed money right now. I hope everyone recognizes that once we get through the worst of this, we are still going to have to make some tough choices about what we do because there is money right now that is that is all borrowed that needs to be paid back. Yeah, I was going to ask you that finally. What do you foresee as far as uh, when it does come time to pay the piper? Because, you know, emergency measures right now are costing hundreds of billions of dollars. The deficit projected the other day to be $117 billion. That's just the deficit. I remember when we heard uh, rather glib uh, expressions that the the budget itself for the deficit was going to be, uh, or minor deficits, you know, maybe $10 billion. That quickly went out the window. That's just within the past couple of years. How will this uh, typically play out in terms of taxation down the road in the years to come and the generation that's going to really face the bulk of paying it back? Well, like, this is, this is going to be an issue we are dealing with for, uh, like, I would say a decade. I mean, it is not something that we're going to be able to deal with in a year or two. Um, there's going to be a lot of debate about how we move forward. I think, frankly, it's going to be a combination of, of taxing and, and cuts. There's really no other way to get there. Uh, but, look, we are I, I fully concede we're in a situation that is totally unprecedented right now. This is not even like a war. Uh, in a war, you know who your enemy is and when it's over, and this is, is not even that. So uh, it's a tough time for all of us. Um, I'm just hoping the governments recognize that cutting people a break right now might be the easiest way to achieve the result that they're looking for, which is making sure people have more money in their pockets. Yeah, and going forward, I guess uh, with you guys, it's going to be eternal vigilance, uh, trying to watch every penny. It's going to be that important, uh, but we know taxes inevitably are going to rise. Keep up the good work. I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon, and uh, we'll talk down the road as we usually do, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks a lot, John. Aaron Woodrick, Canadian Taxpayers Federation, Federal Director. 
and on the matters that uh, these are in fact extreme circumstances which has lent to the necessary but profligate spending maybe not everybody would agree with that uh, some people would rather see that increased and uh, in the next hour we'll talk to the leader of the opposition in the legislature Andrea Horvath who believes provincial government anyway ought to be cutting a check to anybody who rents in the province and while I get that some people with uh, a lack of income or a loss of employment are supposedly going to be protected by either the federal or the provincial government, this is like yet another uh, layer level of government expense out of necessity. Well, we'll debate that, whether or not that is the case. Because if you're having your income supported and uh, with unemployment insurance topped up and uh, other protections, if you're not drawing EI because you haven't qualified, there's still that two month, uh, $2,000 a month allowance for four months. Is that adequate to get you over the hump? Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.